Welcome to the Breezy Babies Podcast, where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 45. You don't have to be an expert to be a parent. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hey girl, how is your week going? I hope you're having a great start of your week or middle of your week or end of the week or whenever you're listening to this. For me right now, it is a Monday. I slept for 10 hours last night. (laughs) I never do that. I am sailing into my second trimester of pregnancy right now, which is so great because my nausea has not completely gone away, but it's gone down drastically. And so I'm feeling so much better, but I am still so tired every day around three o'clock. I start getting tired around five or six. I really want to take a nap, but I don't let myself because (laughs) then I don't sleep well at night if I take a nap that late. And so last night I was like, you know what? It sounds so nice to just go to bed right now. It was only 8.30, you guys. (laughs) My husband was reading some books to the kids. And usually once the kids are in bed, he comes in and we watch a show together. And I heard him come in and he was, I heard him say to himself, are you serious? You're already in bed. It's only 8.30. (laughs) Because I had turned out all the lights and I was in bed for the night. But oh my gosh, it felt so great. And that is the way that I started off my week with a little bit of self-care. How about you? How are you starting off your week or ending your week or continuing your week with a little bit of self-care? For me, I knew I needed a little bit more rest and relaxation in my life. That is what I need in my life right now. Um, you know, because it's a lot of work to grow a baby. So I hope that you are doing well in your life, whether you are also pregnant or you have one baby or two baby or three babies or four or five or however many babies you have. Hope that you are doing well and thriving in your own life. I have a fun topic to talk about today. This one suddenly just came to me today. Um, as I was thinking about recording a podcast episode and I thought it would be fun to title it. You don't have to be an expert to be a parent. Isn't that so true? Um, when I was going home from the hospital with my first baby, I've shared this before on the podcast, but I literally remember thinking, These nurses have no idea that I am not qualified to take care of this tiny, tiny little human. (laughs) What are they thinking? Why are they sending me home with this baby? I'm just figuring out how to feed this baby. I am healing. I can hardly even take care of myself right now. Um, How is this going to work? (laughs) 
But what I found about being a parent is that you don't really know how to be a parent until you are a parent. It's just like, you just got to dive in, right? You just got to go all in and then you just figure it out one step at a time. And here's the biggest secret. Nobody knows what they're really doing. (laughs) If you see people on Instagram and they look like they have it all figured out and everything looks perfect in their life, they don't. It's not true. (laughs) They have things that they feel insecure about, whether it's in their personal life, in a relationship, whether it's in being a mother, whether it's in their business, in the work that they do, there is some area that they feel insecure in that they feel like they fall short in. But the ones who are doing well are the ones who are just, you know what, they're just taking it one step at a time and there is nothing wrong with faking it till you make it, right? Every day in parenthood, I'm just figuring it out. And as my kids are getting older, they're entering into different stages of life where I have to worry about things that I didn't have to worry about with little tiny newborns. Like my second daughter, for example, sometimes she feels a lot of anxiety in her life. And it's a new thing for me to learn how to talk her through that, how to help her through that, how to recognize her feelings and also keep my own feelings in check when I'm feeling frustrated that she doesn't want to go to dance again or she's nervous about doing a special task or she blows up at her sibling because she's feeling some anxiety in her life. So I'm still just figuring things out as well. So that is what the topic is on today. And I thought that this would fit in perfectly because guess what? Today is the day when this podcast goes live on April 27th. That is the same day that my next workshop, my next live workshop is opening and tickets are going to be available for you to buy them. And I'm really excited about this workshop because of two reasons. Number one, it is being sponsored by Mother Love. Have you guys heard of Mother Love before? They are the best. They are a woman-owned business, and they make good quality um, products for mothers that are clean and organic. They use good, clean ingredients. That's why I really love them and appreciate the products that they make. Their top selling product is an organic nipple cream. It is so good. Oh, it's so good. It not only smells good, but it really works. And again, it just has good, clean ingredients in it. They sell so much more than that. They sell a rub for your belly when you're pregnant, a spray for after you have your baby. They um, sell baby massage oil. They sell herbs and galactagogues that you can take to help boost your supply. So many good products. If you've heard of them before, you know that they are excellent. They are going to be sponsoring my workshop that is on May 6th at 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And what's exciting about them sponsoring it is um, the first 20 to register for this event get a free Mother Love nipple cream ointment. Totally free. 
just for signing up for the workshop, which almost completely covers the cost of the workshop. <laughs> Isn't that so nice? I love it. I love getting free stuff and having a good deal. Their nipple cream is worth $10.95. And you guys, it's so good. Even if you're not breastfeeding right now, my kids use it all the time for bumps and bruises and little dry spots on their skin. I always just say, hey, just grab the mother love and rub a little bit on there because <laughs> it has good clean ingredients. And I know that it's going to help them out even for those little dry spots and it's totally safe for my kids to use all on their own so the first 20 will get a free nipple cream but even if you're not in the first 20 to register you will get a 50% off coupon code to use on a product of your choice on their website you can get anything um, so it's going to be so good. I'm so happy that they are sponsoring this love mother love and love their support. And the number two reason why I'm so excited about this is this workshop's going to be a little bit different. I am leaving this more open as kind of a Q and a, I want the topic to be all about, um, breastfeeding topics that no one talks about. <laughs> so here's some examples. If you've ever had the thought, oh, I don't have enough breast milk, so switching to formula is my only option. Or if you've ever thought, women with tons of breast milk don't have any problems. Or if you've ever thought something like problems like thrush and mastitis are rare and there's nothing you can do to prevent it anyway. Or if you've ever wondered, why do I only hear negative thoughts about breastfeeding? That must mean it's really hard to do. <laughs> Or here's one I hear a lot. Hey, my baby is feeding so frequently. That must mean that I don't have enough milk. Have you ever wondered any of those things before? We're going to be talking about all those common questions, plus just leaving tons of time open for you to come and ask any breastfeeding questions you have. So sometimes you don't have a big enough problem to set aside an entire consultation with an IBCLC. So this is going to be kind of like a group coaching where you can come with just a couple questions that you have related to lactation or breastfeeding and get them answered. It's going to be such a good time. I always set aside an hour for my workshops, but they almost always go at least an hour and a half because there's just so many good things to talk about. And I don't leave until all of your questions are answered. So there you have it. Come and hang out with me on May 6th. You can just always go to my website, breezybabies.com. And it is right there with all the other products that I sell. I would love to see you there. All right. Okay, you ready to talk about our actual topic today about you do not have to be an expert <laughs> to be a parent. So, of course, I'm going to share my top three tips with you. Tip number one is educate yourself before your baby comes. Now, you've heard me share that on this podcast probably a million times before, but I'm just going to keep sharing it and sharing it and sharing it and sharing it because it is so important. While you do not need to be an expert, you still really want to have some good base knowledge before they hand you that baby after delivery. That is not the time to start from square one to learn everything you need to know about breastfeeding, about caring for a newborn, about caring for yourself postpartum. That's not the best time to learn because you know what? You're going to be tired. 
after giving birth. You're going to be hungry. Your hormones are going to be changing. Your body is changing so much after giving birth. Did you know that your uterus is still the size of when you were about three to four months pregnant right after giving birth? I know. I wish it just shrunk right back down after delivery, but it doesn't quite happen like that. It takes some time for it to completely, for everything to go back to normal, for it all to shrink back down to its pre-pregnancy size. So again, all of these factors are just playing into the fact that it is not a great time to say, okay, Let's learn some things about how to care for a baby starting at square one. No, 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 no. (laughs) You're going to want to start learning back when you first find out you're pregnant. Even if it's just in the first trimester, you can start doing some research. You can start looking into great programs about breastfeeding, about giving birth. You can start thinking about your birth plan. You are going to be choosing a healthcare provider who is in line with your plans for giving birth. All of this starts early on in pregnancy, especially when you get to your second trimester. Great time to learn about caring for your baby. (laughs) It's so normal when you're pregnant to just think about like, okay, I'm going to be giving birth. I need to learn everything there is about labor and delivery. That's great. Your labor process will take hours, maybe days. Okay. Hours to days (laughs) is how long your labor and delivery process is going to take. So yes, it is so important to learn about labor and delivery. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Do not skip on learning about your options when it comes to laboring, your options when it comes to delivering your baby. But It shouldn't stop there because guess what? The postpartum period lasts for a year, (laughs) an entire year. So you cannot skip learning about how to feed your baby, how to care for your baby and how to care for yourself after giving birth. Okay. All right. Tip number two is surround yourself with good support. Now, Are there other moms in your area who live close by? Maybe you have family that lives close by, maybe not. Either way, you're going to want someone who lives really close by who could help support you. And the people who are usually the best support are those who are moms themselves because they're really understanding. They know how difficult it is to be pregnant. They know how, what a process it is to go through labor and delivery and how tricky those first few weeks of breastfeeding can be and how your body is adapting and changing so much after giving birth. They understand all that because they have been there before. So who are some moms who live close by you? If you are returning to work, Who else in your office, in your area has also had a baby before or is also a mom themselves? You can stay close by them. You can reach out to them if you are needing help or advice. If you need some coverage while you leave to go and pump, they are going to be the most understanding and reach out to them. You are not alone. 
even during a time of a pandemic, you can still call, FaceTime, send a DM on Instagram. There's so many ways to help to reach out to others to help you through your postpartum period. Again, you are not alone in this. Those other moms, they will be understanding. They know that it is hard too. So right now, if you're pregnant, think about who could be a good support person for you after you give birth. And I would suggest to choose at least one person that lives really close by. Someone who could come over to your house, to your home, to your apartment, wherever you live, just and be there in a few moments notice. Okay. Tip number three is... If you are nervous about specific bumps in the road, reach out to an expert before the problem starts. You got that? (laughs) I'm talking about preventative care and not reactive care. Now, that means that you don't wait for a problem to start before you reach out to an expert. Is Google an expert? No, Google is not an expert. Google can maybe help get you in touch with an expert. (laughs) I do not recommend doing late night Google searches. Um, You know, sometimes it doesn't always lead you to the most reliable advice (laughs) and leaves you more stress than when you first started that Google search. Um, And also to piggyback off of that, Google, of course, is not an expert. And you know what? Your pediatrician is an expert, but only to a certain degree. Your pediatrician cannot be an expert on every single little detail that are related to babies and every single detail that is related to lactation. Now, your pediatrician could be a great resource on many things, but let's say that you are looking for a smooth birthing experience you're going to want to reach out to a doula, okay, so that you are feeling confident before going into your delivery. While you are in delivery, and if a bump in the road comes up, that's not the time to reach out to a doula. (laughs) You need to set those things up beforehand. So find someone that you trust, hire that doula, and pay them what they're worth. We recently hired um, a man who works in landscaping to come up with a plan for for our yard. We have quite a large yard. It's it's about a half acre, so it feels very big to us. Some of you listening might say, oh, that's small. And some of you listening might be like, oh, my gosh, that's huge. <laughs> um, we also live in an older house. And so the landscaping just hasn't been updated and I don't even know how many years. Like there's just weed patches. You know, there's fun areas. There's a spot where kids can jump on the trampoline. There's a zip line. But overall, it's just like overgrown. Um, It's just not a nice yard to look at. (laughs) It's a great yard for kids to play on, um, but doesn't look so great. So my husband and I, we just wanted a plan. You know, we, we want to save up to to make our yard look nice. We know it was going to be quite an investment, but we just didn't want to do little pieces here and there and then have it look all modge podge together at the end of our doing our yard. 
So we hired someone to just come up with a plan for our yard, just a, just a plan and kind of help us through the process of breaking it into tasks and letting us know exactly what to buy and all those sort of things. So we paid this man $1,200 to come up with a plan. Now, I remember thinking and telling my husband, oh my gosh, if I could charge $1,200 to come up with a pumping plan for moms to return to work, I would be feeling amazing about myself. (laughs) So I was, I was a little jealous, but I was like, you know what? Like he knows what he's doing. He is an expert in landscaping. Sure. We could Google, sure. We could patch something together on our own, but we want this to look, we want this to look nice. We want this to be something that we can be proud of and not look like something that we just patched together. So pay your people what they are worth. A lot of people who work with women who work in this space, they are moms themselves and they are running a business on the side, but it is still their business. This is what they do for a living. Imagine if you went to a mechanic and you were like, hey, my car's broken down. Um, I don't know how to fix cars, but you do. So I just really need you to fix this because I can't get where I need to be. I I can't get to the grocery store. I can't get to my job. I can't get anywhere without this car. You know how to fix it. I just need you to do it, but I don't have any money to pay you. (laughs) Do you think that that would go over well? No, that mechanic has put so much time and training into learning about cars and buying all the tools on how to fix a vehicle. They need to be paid what they are worth. They need to be paid for their expertise. That is their job. And that is the same for women working in this space, helping women. That is their livelihood. So if you're nervous about sleep with your newborn, reach out to a sleep consultant. If you're nervous about breastfeeding, work with an IBCLC. There are so many in the space who are so willing and so ready to help you. And of course, I think it's really important to hire someone who knows how to stay in their lane. I recently had someone reach out to me in a direct message and ask a bunch of questions about sleep training with newborns. That is not my expertise that I am not paid extra money to do training on sleep training for babies. I have paid extra money um, to get a good education on baby massage. I paid a lot of money (laughs) to get a good education on breastfeeding and lactation. So those are my lanes. When it comes to sleep training, I only know what has worked for me as a parent. So I can give small tips and tricks on things that have worked for me, but to have someone pay me for information on sleep training, that is not my area of expertise. That is not my lane. So I said, hey, here's a great account of someone who does know a lot about sleep training and you can set up a consultation with them and they will take care of you and help answer all your questions and get you feeling good and confident about sleeping at night with your baby. Okay. Woo. You know, what's so funny is I was planning on this being such a short 
podcast episode and um doesn't look like it is going to be that. <laughs> so let's wrap it up because I think this has gone on long enough. My top three tips for you do not have to be an expert to be a parent. Number one was educate yourself before your baby comes. Number two was surround yourself with good support. And number three is if you are nervous about specific bumps in the road, reach out to an expert before the problem starts. <laughs> Woo. All right. This has been so fun hanging out with you today. I can't wait to be back with you next week for some more fun. Of course, I'm going to leave you with you are strong. You are smart. You are beautiful. You are a good friend to all. Bye.